Talk Radio. During World War II, the Nazis' most classified project was known as Die Glock, the Bell. Secret documents found years later reveal that the Bell was a new kind of exotic energy technology that could affect time and defy gravity. In 1939, the Nazis set up a secret base in Antarctica known as New Schwabia. Starting in 1945, Operation Paperclip secretly brought hundreds of Nazi scientists into America, where they were hired by the military-industrial complex. In 1946, Admiral Richard Byrd led a military expedition known as Operation High Jump to seek out Nazi base New Schwabia and other Antarctica bases. On his way back to the U.S., Admiral Byrd told Chilean newspaper El Mercurio that in the event of a new war, the U.S. would be facing military craft that can fly from one pole to the other with incredible speed. In 1959, a dozen nations signed the Antarctic Treaty, making it illegal for anyone to travel south of the 60th parallel without government permission. Since then, curious videos have circulated that show what appear to be Nazi UFOs. And just last Monday, Dr. Stephen Greer introduced Antarctica whistleblower Eric Hecker. In 2010, I was selected to go down to the South Pole Station in Antarctica for an entire year by Raytheon Polar Services as an employee of a third-party contractor for the National Science Foundation. I function in a dual-role capacity as a tradesman and a firefighter. My responsibilities required me to be more informed than most of my crew and offered me complete access to the facilities. What I learned from this unique experience needs to be shared with the entire world. The technology at the South Pole Station certainly can do what it is presented as its primary purposes, and unfortunately, much more. The Ice Cube Neutrino Detector is presented as a passive listening device for the purposes of the science as presented. But I'm going to skip right through the chase, folks. Uh, I have provided documentation that proves that the 5,160, what they call DOMs, that are embedded in the ice can actually transmit at 2,047 volts each. That gives us a long list of things to consider. It is effectively a multifaceted directed energy weapons platform that I will uh, list rapidly a few things that it can do. Vehicle detection. We're learning that these off-world craft, on-world craft, ours or other nations are also emitting neutrinos. So this makes the South Pole Station effectively an air traffic control station for this new level of equipment that nobody's discussing. In addition to the ability to detect neutrinos and the exotic vehicles, I have provided documentation that shows that this is also a system for faster-than-light communications. In the past, Gary McKinnon has hacked NASA, found the off-world fleet, the list of captains, and it's apparent that if we have faster-than-light vehicles moving throughout the system, we're going to need faster-than-light communications. This is that facility. Unfortunately, I have other bad news. The season that I was there, 2010 to 2011, we converted from uh, construction to operations and maintenance in both the elevated station and the detector array. Unfortunately, when they first fired it up, that was when we had the earthquakes in Christchurch, New Zealand. 
There's two incidental shots before they were able to target it correctly. This is an earthquake generating device as well. This is the weapons of war that we have to deal with now and what Raytheon's hiding. There's an ELF system at the South Pole Station that when I was arrived, I was told it was off, dismantled, and completely defunct. In my work, I will rapidly just tell you, I had to figure out the circuitry for certain other repairs, and I found that this system is, in fact, completely energized, up and running, and being utilized with the other systems for nefarious purposes as well. The Atmospheric Research Observatory is uh, in what we call the clean air sector. I witnessed myself a very powerful green laser shooting out of the top of this facility into the cosmos. This, I believe, is a secondary form of long-range communications and or a defense system. All right, a folks, you can find and share that video, as always, at band.video. It's the latest Reese report. Whistleblower claims advanced technology in Antarctica can cause earthquakes. Am I not surprised? We'll be back on the other side through Daily Dispatch. Stay tuned to see American Journal, InfoWars.com. It's Thursday, June 15th, year of our Lord 2023. And you're listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith, InfoWars.com, band.video. We have a lot to talk about today, including a lot of videos from debates in the California Senate, and I, I guess we have to go over this. I think part of the globalist strategy is just to keep us talking about things that we should never have to talk about in the first place, like the fact that there's a difference between men and women. It's so it's so odd. I mean, to I guess I guess this is where we are now that we're like having to explain to people. That men are not women and women are not men. Do we? Is this an ar- argument we need to have? Is this the constructive way to spend our time? I guess it is because, well, everyone is stupid now. So I guess that's we just have to start at the beginning and work our way up to the more complicated issues. More complicated than men, not women, women, not men. But we'll get into it. We will get into it. I mean, it is absolutely crazy. And we'll show you arguments on both sides of the California transgender bill that threatens to take your child away if you don't allow them to be first propagandized and then mutilated by public school teachers. Really incredible stuff. But it's like videos get posted on Twitter and stuff that's like, bombshell, this doctor totally you know, slams gender identity into literally a doctor being like, uh, when a person is born, they are either a girl or a boy. (laughs) It's just like, boom, bam. Okay. All right. Yeah. Great. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So we're going to spend, we're going to spend some time talking about that today. Happy pride month. Uh, we'll get, we'll get into all of that. Show you a lot of videos from that, but a lot of other videos as well. Lots of political goings on these days. So let's just get into it, shall we? Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 15th of June, 2023. 
Former Philly Starbucks manager wins $25.6 million after being fired for being white. It's official, folks. We are, in fact, in the very beginning of White Girl Summer. A former regional manager for Starbucks was awarded $25.6 million on Monday after a federal jury in New Jersey unanimously found that she had been fired because of her race. Shannon Phillips, who is white, received $25 million in punitive damages and $600,000 in compensa- uh, compensatory damages. She is reportedly seeking further compensation for lost wages. That's right. Never be satisfied. Always seek more. Phillips was terminated in 2018 in response to backlash against Starbucks after two black men, Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson, were arrested while waiting for a business associate at one of many uh, Philadelphia locations that she oversaw. Employees at the Center City Philadelphia Cafe called the police on the pair after they were at, after they asked to use the washroom but hadn't ordered anything. It's just the it really is the most insane story ever, right? You've got these guys just sitting at Starbucks, having not ordered anything, in other words, trespassing, and then asking and then demanding to use the bathroom. Again, not willing to pay a dollar for a coffee, but no, they'd rather make a scene. So they had to call the cops. The people got hauled away and taken away. But the craziest thing is that this woman that got fired wasn't even there, apparently. And in fact, the person who was the manager supervising the employee that called the cops was a black guy. So instead of firing the black guy that was the supervisor of the employee who called the cops, because this was all a PR thing by Starbucks to try to stop the psychopaths from calling them racist. Completely insane. They didn't fire the black guy that was in charge at the time. They fired his boss who wasn't even on scene for this because she was a white woman. She couldn't be more obvious. Uh, So Phillips claimed in 2020 lawsuit that her firing had been racially motivated. She said she was targeted despite not having any direct influence on the decision to call the police. Her allegations were backed up by the testimony of Paul Sykes, the black supervisor of the employee who made the 911 call that day. Sykes argued that uh, the fact he did not face any disciplinary action while Phillips was let go showed that Starbucks had acted in a manner that exhibited racial bias. The coffee giant tried to claim that Phillips had been fired for being an ineffective regional manager, but they failed to convince even a single member of the jury. Just absolutely hilarious. Good for her. I don't think she should stop pursuing this. $25 million, it's chump change. Bankrupt the company. That's what I say. Make sure they can never sell another cup of coffee again. That's the way we do things, right, here in America these days? Pretty sure. Moving on, the United States' only Muslim-majority town, Hamtramck, Michigan, Hamtramck, Michigan, bans pride flags on uh, public property. Inshallah. I have to say, asalo alaikum, or whatever, to all you fine folks there in Hamtramck, Hamtramck. So it's ham in the name. I can't be popular. On Tuesday, Hamtramck, Michigan City Council, unanimously voted to ban pride flags from being displayed on public property located just outside Detroit. Hamtramck is the only Muslim-majority town in the United States. The ruling was celebrated with cheers and applause inside City Hall, where dozens of concerned residents, Muslim and Christian, had shown to express their thoughts on the the, uh, matter. 
According to Detroit Pre, uh, Free Press, the resolution was introduced by Councilman and Mayor Pro Tem Mohammed Hassan and applies not only to pride flags, but also those promoting any religious, ethnic, racial, political, or sexual orientation group. Only the American flag and the nation's flag that represent the international character of our city shall, shall be th- uh, flown. It's also kind of funny. Only the American flag and also the flags of the countries that we're loyal to. All right, that's interesting, but that's fine. The flag does not want to open the door for radical or racist groups to ask for their flags to be flown. Did you know it's that easy? Did you know you can just do that? And it's not just this Hamtramck place. (laughs) Is that how it's pronounced, Hamtramck? I don't know. I I don't know. But it was also um, a place in California just passed the same ordinance. We'll cover that story a little bit later. But yeah, it turns out you can just you can just do that. You can just pass that law, and then um, they'll screech. You know, those, they'll they'll be mad and they'll screech and they'll be angry, um, and then you just go about your business because you passed the law. It, it really is as simple as that. Almost everything is. Almost everything we're dealing with is literally as simple as just not letting the whiny psychopaths have their way. Just saying no. We want to ha- we want to hang a rainbow flag, get also transgender and black supremacy flag up, please. No, you can't. Wow, that's it. That's it. The problem was solved. I just did it. Really is that simple. Incredible. Just you know, revolutionary political thinking here. Just ban the things you don't like. Meanwhile, mRNA vaccines fast tracked for a- uh, Australian agriculture. After the spectacular failure of the mRNA vaccine in human trials, the agricultural industry is pushing ahead with mRNA vaccines for livestock engaged in the food industry. Whispers of stock, quote, uh, dying suddenly will no doubt become a complaint of farmers in the future, summarily uh, ignored by the government the same way officials refuse to listen to serious concerns about dam building restrictions, price hikes on ag products, products, ridiculous fees and charges. So uh, this is basically out of uh, Western Australia. The Meat and Livestock Australia announced that they were funding a project to test mRNA vaccines that could rapidly mass be massively be rapidly mass produced in Australia in the event of a lumpy skin disease or other exotic disease outbreak. So they are uh, fast tracking an mRNA vaccine pipeline because you know when you're talking about injecting something that alters the building blocks of life that permanently changes the genetic makeup of the food that we eat it's best to fast track that sort of stuff it's best to not worry too much not do too much testing just get it done just fast track just permanently alter the dna of living beings the world over just attack nature on every level with no concern for the future America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement that would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. 
show. It's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee. Another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep and it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Assalamu alaikum. Learning how to pronounce things. Welcome back. Continuing on with our daily dispatch here. Daniel Horowitz writes this for conservative review confidential pfizer document shows the company observed 1.6 million adverse events covering nearly every organ system over 10,000 categories of nearly 1.6 million adverse events many of them serious and debilitating brought to you by pfizer you might not have heard in the news but in recent months pfizer's pharmacovigilance documents requested by the european union's drug regulator the european medicines agency have been released they show that pfizer knew about a sickening level of injury early on an august 2022 document shows the company already had observed the following scope of vaccine injury over 500,000 individual cases of adverse adverse events containing 1.6 million events one-third of the adverse events were classified as serious, well above the standard for safety signals, usually pegged at about 15%. Women reported adverse events at three times the rate of men. 60% of cases were reported with either outcome unknown or, quote, not recovered. So many of the injuries were not transient, and they were, in fact, persistent. So uh, we'll dig into this a little bit later, uh, but in case, in case you needed another uh, set of proof, that you should never have gotten the vaccine or that you are right to not get the vaccine, you can add this to the already overwhelming pile, the the infinitely stretched pile of evidence just continues to grow. It's really something else. Finally, we have this grand jury indicts Daniel Penny in chokehold death of Jordan Neely. Neely's death was ruled a homicide, according to the medical examiner. A grand jury has indicted former U.S. Marine Daniel Penny in connection with the chokehold death of Jordan Neely above a uh, board a subway train. The exact charges will not be unsealed until Penny appears in court at a later date. Penny was initially arrested, uh, arrested on a second-degree manslaughter charge. 
Uh, video showed Penny, 24, putting Neely in a chokehold on May 1st. Several witnesses observed Neely making threats. Assistant, uh, Assistant District Attorney Joshua Steinglass told the judge during Penny's initial appearance in court on May 12th. You know, we have I, – I don't think we played the video. Daniel Penny's given a statement where he actually discusses what happened. He actually did an interview where he, uh, you know, went through everything that – that went on. Maybe we should show that interview because as dude, he's clear, he's like literally a hero. Like he's actually a heroic person that is now being charged with something: uh, second degree manslaughter, first degree manslaughter, murder, premeditated murder. I mean, each is as ridiculous as the last. This crazy dude was literally threatening women and children on the train. Nobody on the train has condemned Daniel Penny. Every single person that has spoken out, that witnessed the event, said Daniel Penny did exactly the right thing. Thank God he was there to stop Neely from hurting somebody. Also, there were two black guys that were helping Daniel Penny that don't even know their names, certainly never been charged or arrested. So maybe Daniel Penny will be getting that big payout very soon. Uh, But, you know... What are you what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I know what you're probably not going to do. Help your fellow American now, especially if you're white. I mean, you just know you just know that self-defense or even defense of others is a punishable crime in this new, very diverse America It's called equity. When you putting your life on the line to do the right thing and save others is treated as a crime and you are potentially sentenced to 15 years in prison for the crime of your skin color. It really is that serious. It really is that insane, and it's really across the board. I mean, you can't exactly deny it. You can't exactly say that this isn't happening. I mean, the only defense, I guess, is that uh, because white people are the majority I guess there's no special protections. So it's like everybody sort of acknowledges that white people are discriminated against in this country. Crazy, I know, uh, but they are. It's just okay because uh, equity. Because equity, after all. Again, it just, I mean, the headlines today are just absolutely bonkers. I'll say bonkers. Since I can't say the words I'm thinking of uh, in the first month of in office, crime jumps 38 percent under new Chicago Mayor Johnson. When Chicagoans voted out Lori Lightfoot and put Mayor Brandon Johnson in charge, they doubled down on the progressive soft on crime approach and went full commie. Now they're getting exactly what they voted for. The latest data reveals in almost all major crimes with total crime growing 38 percent over the same time last year. Oh, yeah, reveals increases in almost all major crimes with total crime growing 38% over the same time last year. Just, just wild, just absolutely wild. Now, murder is apparently down uh, 5%, which is nice, which is, which is nice to see. Although, okay, yeah, so 56 murders in, uh, instead of 59. So well done, well done there. Motor vehicle theft is up 153%, which, uh, Sort of, sort of throws the whole thing off. 
I mean, you get what you vote for. You, I mean, the, the dude ran on not prosecuting criminals. So what do you think is going to happen? This is the crazy thing. This is just our, our crime stack, I guess. Pregnant woman killed in daytime shooting in downtown Seattle. A pregnant woman has died and a man was wounded after being shot Tuesday morning in Seattle's Belltown neighborhood, police say. More than 20 officers flooded 4th Avenue and Lenora Street around 11 a.m. after receiving calls about shots fired at an occupied car, according to Seattle Police Department. Officers found the 34-year-old woman suffering from life-threatening injuries. She succumbed to her wounds at Harborview Medical Center. Her unborn child did not survive. A 37-year-old man was less seriously uh, hurt in the shooting. Police say they arrested a suspect nearby and recovered a gun. A white Tesla could be seen with bullet holes through the front driver's uh, side window. They did not give further details about the circumstances of the shooting, which caused significant transit delays. The SPD has recorded 194 shootings or reports of shots fired so far this year, according to its online crime dashboard, which is current through April. There are more than 700 such incidents, such incidents citywide last year, according to the agency. Of course, they're not giving any further information, uh, probably because the shooter's black and the victim was a uh, Asian woman. And I believe Seattle is one of the cities that banned things like m- publishing mugshots or publishing crimes by stats because it would um, reinforce racist ideas. In other words, hate speech is when reality matches the stereotype. You would think that if you actually had concern for the safety and well-being of the people in your city, you might want to make them aware of the situation and circumstances surrounding a brutal murder of an eight-month pregnant woman. What happened right before, who was involved how they can avoid becoming victims of a similar crime, or you can just cover it all up to you know, so, so it doesn't fracture your completely contrived worldview. Maybe San Francisco's got better ideas. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right. Welcome back, folks. We'll start talking about crime. Sorry. Sorry. I know it's early. I know. 
but this is just what's going on in the world. I have to tell you about it. So from our Daily Dispatch, grand jury indicts Daniel Penny in a chokehold death of Jordan Neely. A grand jury has indicted former U.S. Marine Daniel Penny in connection with the chokehold death of Jordan Neely aboard a subway train. The exact charges will not be unsealed until Penny appears in court at a later date. Penny was initially arrested on second-degree manslaughter charges. Starting to think this whole grand jury thing is like a scam. Basically, every completely unjustified and, and baseless charge brought recently has come out of a grand jury. Which, I mean, the whole idea behind a grand jury is that it's like secret and only one side presents evidence. Uh, maybe, maybe we need to do some whole rethinking about the entire grand jury system because they keep coming up with things like this, which are absurd. The whole thing is completely absurd. We'll go to the video. The only statement so far that Daniel Penny has made about the occurrence with uh, Neely. Now, the only reason this is even a thing is because Daniel Penny is white and Neely is black. It's a uh, man-bite-dog sort of situation. The mainstream media, of course, in their desperate attempts to perpetuate a false narrative about dangerous white people killing black people, they'll latch on to any time that anything remotely like that occurs, no matter how false it is. I mean, they, they're so disconnected from reality, they were convinced that a pregnant nurse after a nine-month or a 12-hour shift tried to steal a, bl- a bike from some young black teenagers and were just completely embarrassed when all of the evidence came out and proof beyond any shadow of a doubt who was on the right side of that conflict, but... Like, it doesn't matter. They're pushing a narrative. They're not going after facts. They're pursuing a predetermined outcome. So we'll go, we'll go to this video of uh, Daniel Penny now and hear him describe it. It's really the only thing you need to hear, after all. You can just see for yourself. This guy is uh, conscientious, clearly thoughtful. It's honestly shameful that he feels the need to have to say I'm not racist as if as if it could possibly have anything to do with what happened here it's like for one thing the other two guys holding down Neely were black right so they but they only charged the one white guy he was the one with the arm around the neck I get it but it's a little bit telling but also as if like which is what I mean this is a situation Daniel Penny didn't put himself in this situation he didn't force Neely to start threatening people in the subway car and acting insane like how would it like just what (laughs) what it just makes no sense but I I, I mean I don't know why I'm shocked at that I mean literally nothing that we're going to talk about today makes any sense at all as we talked about, we're, we're going to have to spend a very long time today explaining certain people that men are men and women are women. So I guess, you know, this is just where we are at this point. When you have a sudden and unexpected event 
where you're trapped on a subway car with an insane person who's threatening women and children. I guess you're racist if if the guy's black. I mean, it just makes no sense whatsoever. And, you know, hopefully people are seeing all of this happen from like some woman that wasn't even at Starbucks getting fired because of something a black guy did at Starbucks. Like it just, it makes no sense. You know, hopefully this is maybe breaking through to some people, specifically white people being like, huh, maybe we are under attack. Maybe I don't deserve this. Maybe I didn't do anything wrong. Maybe nobody deserves to be hated like this. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's going to happen. We'll see. So let's go now to uh, Daniel Penny. This is the hero, the subway hero, that saved the women and children from the violence of an insane street person, uh, Neely. So let's Neely. Kneeling down, kneeling for the flag, kneeling on George Floyd's neck. There's a connection here. That's troubling. We'll, we'll look into it. Uh, here's Daniel Penny, the subway hero. East Village in Manhattan. So I take the subway multiple times a day. In this instance, I was coming from school. I got out of class around 2.15, and I, took the J Street, I was at J Street Metro Tech, took the uptown F train. Um, at 2nd Avenue, um, a man came on. Stumbled on, he was, appeared to be on drugs. Um, the doors closed, and he ripped his jacket off and, violent, and threw it at the people sitting down to my left. I was listening to music at, at the time, uh, and he was yelling, so I took my headphones out to hear what he was yelling. And the three main threats that he repeated over and over was, I'm going to kill you, I'm prepared to go to jail for life, and I'm willing to die. You know, this, is a, this was a scary situation, and... Uh, Mr. Neely came on. He was he was threatening. He's he's a, I'm six two and he was taller than me, so it was. And there's a common misconception that Marines don't get scared. We're actually taught uh, one of our core values is courage, and courage is not the absence of fear, but how you handle fear. And you know, I was scared for myself, but I looked around. I saw women and children. He was yelling in their faces, saying saying these threats. I couldn't just sit still. Some people say that I was holding on to Mr. Neely for 15 minutes. This is not true. I mean, between stops is only a couple minutes. So the whole interaction lasted less than five minutes. Some people say I was trying to choke him to death, which is also not true. I was trying to restrain him. Uh, You can see in the video, there's a clear rise and fall of his chest, indicating that he's breathing. I'm trying to restrain him from him being able to carry out the threats. And then some people say that this is about race, which is absolutely ridiculous. I didn't see a black man threatening passengers. I saw a man threatening passengers, it's a lot of whom were people of color. The man who helped restrain Mr. Neely was, was a person of color. And then a few days after the incident, I, I read in the papers that uh, a woman of color came out and called me a hero. What, I don't believe that I'm, I'm a hero, but uh, she was one of those people that I was trying to protect. We were all scared. Mr. Neely was yelling in these passengers' faces, and they looked terrified. Um, the reason why there was no video at the start of the altercation was because people were too afraid getting away from him. And the, the, didn't, the videos didn't start until they saw that situation was under control. I knew I had to act, and I acted in a way that would protect the other passengers, protect myself, and protect Mr. Neely. 
I used this hole to restrain him. And I did this by leaving my hand on top of his head to control his body. You can see in the video, there's a clear rise and fall of his chest indicating that he was still breathing. And I'm calibrating my grip based on, on the force that he's exerting. And um, I just, I, I mean, I was trying to keep him on the ground as, until the police came. I was praying that the police would come and take this situation under, uh, take this situation over. I didn't want to be put in that situation, but I couldn't just sit still and let, let him carry out these threats. Uh, what, an, what an illustrative series of events that we have here. It's very telling as to what our civilization stands for, who we champion when you have Guy Neely like threatening women and children to kill them on the subway after a life of crime, by the way, he's been arrested like dozens of times for crimes on the subway, just always let out, never, apparently never convicted for anything or even charged for anything. Just, just a menace, just a continual menace. And then he gets like a golden casket and Al Sharpton is eulogizing him and, and celebrating him. Meanwhile, this like stand up guy, this Marine putting his own life in danger to help other people is now being ruthlessly prosecuted by the uh, New York in the short time we have i can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality go to infowarstore.com read about the ingredients look them up for yourself and then understand this is cold pressed herbs so it has a more powerful effect in the body get yours today at infowarstore.com for 50 percent off Super Male Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com our world is so full of hype we are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media by the controlled churches and the universities why is this the case because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. This is American Journal. We're going to keep talking a little bit about crime here, but we have a lot of videos to show you about a, a, a great, the, the new great debate going on. great debate. Yes, the greatest minds 
in our nation, much like Athens around the time of Socrates, these philosophers come together and, and debate these pressing questions like, is it healthy and good to cut off the genitals of children because they like trucks instead of Barbie? Is it real to say that men and women are distinct sexes that each have their own characteristics? These are the types of you know, real deep questions that again, the greatest minds in our nation are, are debating, coming to vague and nonsensical answers about I mean, and you know, I kind of can't help but uh, see a a bit of a thread of continuity with all of this. So we'll get to it in the next hour. These debates, I'm I'm serious. There really is a debate going on right now because California is trying to pass a law where they will take your children away if you don't affirm their gender identity. You don't contribute and participate in this mass delusion. That your kid is only thinking about or even knows about because of the directed, overt propaganda that they're being fed by their school teachers and and also their cartoons and also department stores and also social media. Just ubiquitous, constant, never-ending stream of propaganda. And I think the thread of continuity here is uh, just lay down. Just lay down and accept it. That's, that's the purpose of all of this. So I guess when it comes to Daniel Penny, we can, we can do a little scenario planning. We can do, we can do what the globalists do and you know, just play this out like a, like a role-playing game of some sort. What do you do? What do you do if there is an insane homeless person in the subway car with you, trapped, you're traveling underground? I mean, you can't exactly leave, can't get out of there. So that's not an option. What do you do if there's a guy saying, I will kill you as he's like making threatening gestures and, and acting like a psychopath? What are your options? Do you fight back? Do you try to restrain him? No, obviously not. You might go to jail for 15 years. You might become the object of national scorn as people claim that you are a a racist, a Nazi, a murderer. You'll have your life destroyed at the very minimum. You'll be fired from your job and everything else. I mean, do you cry? Obviously not. You can't cry. You can't show emotion. You can't show negative emotion. After all, that was the crime of the, the city bike Karen. She weaponized her tears, was fired from her job, doxxed by the Young Turks and others, demanding that she lose the job that she needs to care for her unborn baby. So, okay, you can't fight back. You can't cry or show emotion, obviously. You certainly can't call for help, right? If you're big enough, you can maybe fight back. But say, what if the guy's, you know, a lot bigger than you? You can't fight back against him. Well, you also can't call for help. You yell out help. I mean, again, look at City Bike Karen. Life destroyed, smeared, doxxed, harassed. So no, no calling for help. You certainly can't call the cops. I mean, look at the, the um, bird-watching lady who called the cops on a black guy who was menacing her. 
she also lost her job and I believe was charged with something. Okay, so you can't call the cops. You can't yell out for help. Certainly you can't cry your white tears, you racist. You cannot fight back. Certainly not. If you, you know, if you do fight back, now you better just not fight back. Now you better just not fight back. You better not call out for help. And you can't get away, so uh, your option is just take it. Just sit there and take it. That city bike Karen lady, I mean, she checked out the bike. It was her bike, but when those uh, young black thugs came up to steal it from her, she should have politely stepped aside and, and let them take advantage of her. That's the only right thing to do in today's America. When you have a crazy homeless person threatening the lives of children and women right in front of you, and you're a 24-year-old 6'2 Marine, uh, you just put your headphones back in and ignore it. You be silent and you accept your fate. When your child is told that they're actually a little girl when they're really a little boy and their teacher wants to put them in a dress and show them cartoon pornography to illustrate how fun it is to be gay. As a parent, you accept that. You sit down, you lie down, and you accept their attack on you or else you're the bad guy at that point. If you dare to do anything else, the state's going to take your children away. And I don't mean, you know, burn the school down or do some crazy anti-gay martyrdom nonsense. No, just if you say to your child, actually, sweetie, you're, you're actually not a little girl. You're, you're a little boy. That's how God made you. Well, no, can't do that. So no speaking out, no fighting back, no calling for help, no talking about any of this stuff. That's hate speech after all. So I, I think that's sort of the thread of continuity here. I think that's why it's important to illustrate these certain cases because they all contribute to this narrative, this storyline, this new lesson that the powers that be are trying to teach us, that you accept what they're doing to you or you get punished. Now to me, maybe, maybe you learn a different lesson. Maybe you learn the lesson that this system is not yours anymore. It doesn't belong to the citizens. It's not there for your protection or comfort. The system despises you. And whether it's you know, bending the rule of law or just fabricating things from whole cloth – just smearing you endlessly. Like, it doesn't matter what they have to do. They are religiously inclined to think that they are the good guys no matter what they're doing. So maybe next time there's a Daniel Penny-type character, either they just won't do anything to stop it, let the guy you know, do whatever he wants, let the crazy guy attack the women and children, and then, like, the police will show up, like, 30 minutes later, and he'll get away and whatever. And even if they do arrest him, he won't be charged because the courts are overcrowded and there's a new Soros-funded, you know, anti-law enforcement DA who's, you know, not going to want to charge him. So just that's the lesson they're trying to teach you. Don't do anything. Just lay down, sit down, and shut up. But maybe next time that if there's a Daniel Penny that still has that heroic impulse – still has that uh, feeling of obligation as being somebody who is able to stand up against 
injustice or abuse. It's like, it's like Daniel Penny was living in this world where, where we should be living, where he would be celebrated for doing what he did, putting himself out there. Every single person in the subway car who has spoken up has called him a hero. Every single person has said, thank God he was there. We were terrified until he stepped in. That might be how the people feel, but the system doesn't feel that way. Maybe next time, if something like this does happen and you're foolish or heroic enough to step in, you'll like make sure to cover your face first. And, you know, once you're done with the heroic action, just get the hell out of there and hope that, you know, they don't find out who you are to come punish you. This is the world that we live in now. I mean, you think that not breaking the law, being a hero, and doing what all of humanity for all of time would say is the right thing to do, you'd think that would be some level of protection against a system that despises and wants to destroy you, but that's not the case anymore. So maybe we all need to start acting like we are what we are, a persecuted class because we don't want to roll over don't want to give in don't want to just surrender our children our lives our cities our public transportation to the just criminal scum that run things now maybe that's a lesson that they're trying to teach all of us i think we should learn the opposite lesson but i also think we should take into account the reality of the situation which is you can't rely on the justice system you can't rely on Those in authority to protect good people, they will do everything they can to protect the evil in this country and disabuse you of that impulse that says to stand up against it. We'll try to foster that impulse. Stay with us. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operation. Watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal has begun. We'll, we'll move on to some other stories here. There's just there's a lot of crime to talk about, to be honest with you. Incredibly creepy stuff. Some good news here. Austin relocates people from homeless encampments to shelters after resident exposes environmental damage. This, of course, is the outcome of the activities of uh, our friend Jamie Hammonds of Dash. 
So not only is he receiving international accolades and attention for his coverage of the homeless problem here in Austin, but it's actually he's actually making a tangible difference as he's brought attention to this issue and caused so much outrage about it that the Austin government has been forced to no longer pretend like they don't know what's going on and actually deal with it. So they're now cleaning out these encampments. Of course, the encampments will be back and it'll continue. <laughs> Not to be too blackpilled, but it's actually great. And congratulations uh, to Dash and Jamie for making a positive difference in our fair city. I, I don't know if this is um, – I don't know if this is a joke or not. It's pretty funny. From the uh, the smatteringnews.com. Sounds like a joke, right? Progressives launch campaign to buy back to buy every black man an AR15 to scare Republicans into supporting gun control. So what I think this is 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 like a parody article. Like they're trying to do their like a left wing version of Babylon B, where they're like making a left wing point, calling Republicans racist. I guess progressive activists concerned about gun violence are launching a campaign to drum up support they need to pass more restrictive gun laws. The group plans to purchase an AR-15 for every eligible Black American to scare Republicans into backing stricter stricter regulations on firearms. Uh, and this would actually work. I, I hate to break it to you, this would actually work, not for the reason that they think. Dubbed the Scare the Racist Straight Initiative, the controversial proposal is intended to get Republican politicians and their conservative constituents on board with the effort to limit gun ownership as much as possible. The underlying belief is that the mere thought of black people exercising their Second Amendment rights will cause conservatives to abandon their principles faster than you can say, look out for that black dude with a Glock. Uh, It's pretty interesting, though. It's pretty interesting because it would work. It would work. What would happen would be they would give AR-15s to every black person in America that would naturally cause a spike in uh, gun crime murders with these guns and then those statistics would be taken from the criminal black element gangbangers and whoever else and they would pump up those gun death numbers and they take those numbers and use those statistics to justify removing guns from the hands of law-abiding gun owners everywhere which is what they already do. So I don't know if this is a parody or not, but I, I mean, I'm sure it is. But it's also like what already happens, and it's not because Republicans are like, black people with guns? Oh, no. Yeah, black people have guns. Like, this is one of those things where it's like, uh, do you love guns now? And they'll post a picture of like a black dude with a gun. It's like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's so great. It's so crazy when they like project a false image onto you and then like condescend to you as if that image is real. And it's just like, what are you even talking about? So no, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bring about gun control because Republicans go, wait, black people get guns too. This, this isn't right. We should never, nobody should have guns. No, it's, it's because the gun crime rate that's constantly cited is like the majority of it is young black men in gangs killing each other. So what that has to do with me and my family owning guns or a a black family having a gun for home protection, nothing. But they're the ones who will be punished for it. We are the ones who will be punished for it. 
this would actually work. Give, you know, unregistered guns to every black person, pump up those gun rates, use those gun rates to justify taking guns from law-abiding American citizens. And that's what you've been doing for years. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal has begun. Remember to support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Right now, BrainForce Plus and BrainForce Ultra are both on sale for 40% off. Buy them together and get a full 50% off with the BrainForce Duo. If you've never tried these nootropics, you are missing out. They really are incredible. I think they, I think the tincture one tastes good too. I especially like BrainForce Ultra, the liquid version, because you can sort of tailor it to exactly how much you need with the dropper. But of course, BrainForce Plus is the, the bombshell, the original, the OG, a beloved product for a very good reason. Find out for yourself by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Keep us on the air. Keep us not just fighting back, but trying to encourage other people to fight back against this just absolute, purposeful, managed breakdown of everything in this country. Speaking of, let's go to some of these videos now. We are dealing with an issue in this country that is so far beyond the pale, so wildly outside of the bounds of logic, common sense, or decency. I mean, honestly, if we, like there's two options. Either this stuff is so crazy that we should be able to dominate in electoral politics for the next decade because every thinking, conscionable, decent human being should reject the left with everything they've got. No, I mean, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your position on, like, you know, whatever, we're building trains or, like, any of these other topics. Like, the Democrats are the party that despises the nation. They despise America. They despise the founders. They despise white people. They despise straight people. Like, they are just this seething cauldron of hate that just despises everything you are. So how you can vote for them, I don't get it. doesn't make any sense. Not only do they not know the difference between men and women, they will take your children from you if you insist that a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. Again, I don't know how any conscientious person votes for this. So either the American people still have something in them that is human and they will reject the left with everything they've got. And we can actually fix things by getting like hardcore, ultra-right, far-right people into office to set things straight, not just, not just tap the brakes, not just uh, make it a little harder for the left to destroy everything, but actually reverse all of these policies, undo all of the damage that's been done, deport all of the criminals that have crossed the border, like actually undo all of the stuff that's happened. Or, or the other option here is that America really is just lost and like the majority of the people are so brainwashed because don't think for a single second they actually believe this stuff, right? They don't actually think that there's no difference between men and women. They don't actually think that transgenderism is, is real, right? I mean, they don't actually believe that you're now a woman because you 
took a, a guillotine to your junk. Like they, they don't actually believe that, but they are so ideologically and, and spiritually indoctrinated and brainwashed and cowed and maybe just terrified that they're willing to go along with it. So these are the two options. Either they've gone so far that America is going to reject them and we can actually save this country or the American people are so far gone at this point that there's nothing worth saving and these people are just going to have their way with our nation. So let's go to clip number four here. This is California debate about AB 957. And let's just hear what this is about from the author of the bill. Many TGI children are not safe in their own homes because of a non-informing or abusive caretaker. This leads many TGI youth to run away from home, leaving them vulnerable to housing, instability, expectation, and abuse. Research demonstrates that family acceptance of LGBTQ plus youth is a crucial protective factor, a crucial, crucial protective factor in combating depression and substance abuse. Well-rounded social support from friends and family members is strongly associated with the positive mental development, physical health, and overall well-being. AB 957 would center the health and welfare of TGI youth by acknowledging that affirmation of their gender identity is in their best interest. Yeah, a bit of a stretch, if you ask me. bit of a stretch. I mean, these, and these are the people. So you've got people that like run entire organizations or just make social media posts where they're like, we're your family now. You don't need your family. Your family's evil because they don't support you. I, I mean, again, I, I, how do you even argue this stuff? How do, you, how do you even combat this level of just blatant rhetorical nonsense that they're spewing? Will you be less depressed if your family is supportive of you? Yeah, I guess. I guess that's vaguely true in like the most general sense. But see, what they're actually saying is that if you don't put your child on puberty blockers, then the state will take your child away. So you can just kind of cut through all the rhetorical nonsense, tell them, tell people what is actually being said. But of course, they're evil. They can't just say, we want to indoctrinate your child into deviant sexuality and then mutilate them for life and sterilize them. That doesn't sound very good. So they have to say that family care is crucial to the development of a sense of self-esteem. It's just like, please tell me you're not stupid enough to just fall for this language. Like, tell me you're not so gullible that I could... Anyway, I just, I just, it doesn't make any sense. No sense whatsoever. Let's go now to clip number 11, where the same woman, again, uses some rhetorical handiwork to disguise the obvious uh, implication of what she's saying. Here she is talking about, uh, she calls judicial discretion. Let's watch affirmation of a child's gender identity is a good thing to create a safe place for them is a good thing. And it doesn't leave for judicial discretion to say otherwise, because that's what's happening. That is what is currently allowed by law. 
Mm-hmm. Does not allow for judicial discretion to say otherwise. So what this bill will do is it will say that affirming your child's gender identity, which is separate from their sex, is the only way that you can express love. And if you don't affirm your child's gender identity, in other words, if you don't encourage and support your little boy from saying he's a little girl, you therefore don't love your child and they take away the judicial discretion. In other words, judges who are presiding over cases of alleged child abuse can no longer say, well, these parents clearly love and are caring for the child in the best way that they can. They're capable of caring for them. They meet all of the child's needs in physical and and, uh, mental necessity. And sure, they might not agree with their kid wanting to change gender, but that doesn't mean they don't love them. It doesn't mean that they're, you know, a, a fit parent for this child. They can't do that anymore. So now the law will be that if you don't affirm your child's gender identity, that of course has been indoctrinated into them by the, by the media and the schools and all of the other propaganda. If you don't affirm that gender identity, you therefore are not providing the best care for your child you therefore don't love your child the state can therefore take your child away because apparently growing up in a foster home or being raised by social workers that will let you be gay and take puberty blockers and mutilate and sterilize yourself is better for the child than being raised by their parents who love them and care for them and want them to remain the gender they were born as this is now being debated in California. We'll show you some more pro and some more against de- um, you know, statements and debates on the floor of the California Senate on the other side. A lot of people have asked me, why has InfoWars Store and InfoWars Life not had a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic because I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember 
that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. folks so in california i guess you can call this a debate they're they're debating this um bill ab 957 they are removing judicial discretion by saying that flat out point blank if you do not affirm your child's gender identity which i imagine would include things like gender affirming care a.k.a. sterilization, mutilation, puberty blockers, chemical castration. I mean, are you just affirming it, really, if you just agree to use the right pronouns? Is that really being affirmative? I don't know. I don't know if that's dedicated enough to the cause. So let's hear another, you know, pro-argument in this. Another person arguing in favor of this. Now, you'll notice a trend here is that the people arguing against this are the people with skin in the game, people with experience and wisdom, and that this bill will actually affect. See, everybody who's against it are the people who actually know what they're talking about and will be affected by it. The people that are for it are themselves sterilized childless children so maybe democracy was a mistake let's go to clip number two here where this androgynous little twink says affirming a child's gender identity is the only acceptable approach including surgery if the child wants it the only acceptable approach my pronouns are they, them. I'm an attorney and a Solis Policy Institute state fellow. An attorney or a bobblehead. The Women's head. Foundation of California is a proud co-sponsor of AB 957, the Trans, Gender Diverse, and Intersex, or TGI, Youth Empowerment Act. Nearly one in five trans and non-binary youth attempted suicide last year. Yeah, because they're mentally the ill. LGBTQ plus youth who felt a high rate of social support from their families attempted suicide at less than half the rate of those who felt less social support. We could cut suicide attempts by TGI children in half simply by empowering parents to support their children. Empowering parents to support their children. Using their correct pronouns. Taking their children away if they don't support Letting them wear gender-affirming clothing or even seeking gender-affirming care. Family courts center the best interests of the child in all decisions about visitation and custody. As articulated in this committee's analysis, these decisions are extremely fact-specific. Family Code 3011 lists several factors to consider, including the health, safety, and welfare of the child. Current law, however, does not address the unique needs of TGI kids, particularly in the really difficult situations where only one parent affirms their child's gender identity. Oh, so difficult. AB 957 would clarify what has already been confirmed by the American Academy of Pediatrics and World Professional Association for Transgender Health. (laughs) That oh, affirming really? a child's gender identity. Oh, the transgender activist group said it's health, good to affirm your child's gender. gender. Wow. This would mean that parents who accept their children for Wilson. who they are this person's would be Wilson. recognized by the courts for what they are already doing, looking out for their children's best interest. 
Last year, fewer than one in three trans and non-binary kids found their home to be gender affirming. Oh my God. This year, we can change that. By law, by, by taking your children away if you don't. To affirm their TGI children. I respectfully urge you. So again, this childless twink, like I don't, I don't know what else to call him. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm, I, yeah, I'm done uh, qualifying my remarks. That uh, creepy little bobblehead is trying to take people's children away from them. I'm going to call them whatever the hell I want. They're evil. And I don't, I don't know. I guess if you're dumb and someone sounds smart, maybe they sound like they're right. That person, like, very, like, confidently bobbling her head, its head, whatever, they's head. Oh, what's the over-under on uh, whether that thing has children? Think, think that thing has children? Think he, she, it should have anything to do with your children or my children? And again, this whole thing is, is it's predicated on, on the idea that Trans people commit suicide at like 50%. It's a rate of like 50%. All the studies I've ever seen have shown that social acceptance doesn't affect that. And uh, uh, the interventions don't affect that. After surgery, suicide rate, same as prior to surgery. Everything I've seen so far. All the studies I've, I've ever seen, and there have been a lot of these. And yet the claim is that if you don't – like it's your fault. It's your fault if, if some teacher entices your little kid, just these like impressionable children, little innocent babies that don't know anything about the world are told by an authority figure, actually it's really cool and awesome and fun and exciting to be a different gender. And you're not special and you're not you know, unique and – you know, there's nothing really to celebrate about you. You're white and a boy, so actually kind of everybody hates you. But but if you pretend to be a little girl, if you say that you're actually a girl, not only do little girls get treated so much better in this society, you're going to be trans, which means you're a true hero. You're a hero. And you're amazing. So maybe you want to be trans. So if, if you've got a teacher whispering that in your child's ear, your child, impressionable, innocent child, uh, believes that. Apparently, you have to then conform to that belief of your innocent child, or they'll take your children away. I mean, I know I'm spending a lot of time on this, but we're going to keep spending time on it because they're trying to take your children away. And somebody should oppose this. Obviously, when we used to talk about this, maybe we're a little bit too polite. Let's go now to uh, clip number 15. This is Senator Wilk from California having a bit of a revelation. Let's watch. I'm now in year 11 in, in the state legislature, and all the time we're proposing policies to protect children. Well, after 11 years, I've come to a conclusion that we need to start protecting parents. That's just not happening. I've been here and witnessed a, a full frontal assault on charter schools, taking away parents' uh, choice and how their children are going to be educated to the detriment, particularly of children of color. 
in recent years, we have put government bureaucrats between parents, children, and doctors when it comes to medical care. And now we have this, where if a parent does not support the ideology of the government, they're going to be taken away from the home. Now, I agree with both Senator Weiner and Senator Laird that today it only involves divorce proceedings. And frankly, a, a judge can already factor, factor this in. But I can assure you it's not going to end with divorce proceedings. In the past, when we've had these discussions, and I've seen parental rights um, atrophied, I've, 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 encur I've encouraged people to keep fighting. I've changed my mind on that. If you love your children, you need to flee California. You need to flee. We are moving towards the pathway of, of the hands made tale. California is becoming the new Juliet. And it, it just breaks my heart. I'm born and raised in this state. I love this state. I'm not going to stay in this state because it's, it's just too oppressive. And I believe in freedom. And so I'm going to move to America when I leave the legislature. Flee California. That's what the California state senator says. We'll be right back. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. I'm Scott Wiener. Yep, that's me. I'm a child welfare expert. I'm into BDSM. And if you have the desire to chop off your son's penis, well, I'm your guy. Help me pass AB 957. Senator Wiener. So, wherefore art thou, Wiener? A Wiener by any other name. <laughs> He's the same guy that uh, passed the bill that now allows people in California to knowingly pass HIV onto their sexual partners without telling them. Just a, a brilliant landmark piece of legislation for the gay community. He also helped to pass... Uh, the other recent bill, Senate Bill 147, I believe, 145, which the supporters are very quick to tell us. It doesn't actually totally make legal statutory rape, but it does mean that if you commit uh, a sex crime with a 14-year-old, you will not be put on the sex offender registry. So thank God Senator Weiner is here to um, perpetuate all the stereotypes. Just insane. So now his latest uh, contribution to the corpus of american law is this bill that will 
take your children away if you don't affirm the gender identity that they've been indoctrinated into through social media and elementary school. What would we do with people without people like Senator Weiner? Flourish and be able to focus on the real problems? Yeah, that would be one thing we'd be able to do. But unfortunately for all of us, people keep voting for him. He keeps getting in somehow. It's, compl- it's just, it's all so insane. So on one side, you have guys like Senator Weiner, uh, gay, childless, f- sex fetishists, whose entire identity revolves around their, their carnal pleasure. And they are setting policy against the other side, which is the people with families and actual beliefs and identities beyond their genitalia. Who, who will come out on top in this ultimate struggle for humanity? Will it be the people getting the game, or actually perpetuating the human race, or will it be the perverted deviants of apparently all the time and money in the world to dedicate to enforcing their beliefs through the power of law? I guess we'll wait and see. Of course, we are in, in an age of science after all. I mean, we should probably trust the science. I know I've heard that over and over recently. What does science actually say about transgenderism? Well, nothing that the transgender activists say. It's actually the exact opposite. Another one of these interesting little peculiarities of modernity where some science is unquestionable. It'll be kicked off the internet. You dare to deviate from the scientific consensus that they made up in a boardroom somewhere. In other cases, the undeniable science is just completely ignored and called hate. You know that woman, man, I don't know, the thing with the haircut and the bow tie we saw earlier, talking about the you know, positive outcomes versus negative outcomes, presenting this as, as she, he, it put it, empowering parents to help, to help the kids have the best outcomes in life. By which, of course, they mean removing children from their parents and giving them to the state for sterilization and mutilation. But if you actually look at the science, if you're actually going to be making policy based on what your perceived best outcome is, I don't know, you can make the argument for you know, criminalizing fatherless homes, all sorts of other Things, criminalizing video games, criminalizing obesity. I mean, if your argument is, well, you have a better life outcome if this, therefore we get to take your kids away if you deviate from this, then how about single mothers? Your kids, you're gone. It's not healthy to, for a kid to have a single mother. I know it happens sometimes, and it's not judging the kid or the mother for that, you know, in, uh, in all of this. We have love for everybody and want everybody to, to do the best. But if we're going to be setting policy as to what's the best outcome possible, sorry, single mothers. They're not your kids anymore. But let's talk about the science. Senator Nielo, uh, sitting next to the wiener himself, and sort of breaks down the state of science when it comes to gender-affirming care. Let's watch. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, 14. Uh, the issue is, though, uh, 
other countries around the, the, uh, the world are beginning to question this. Uh, the UK, um, in fact, uh, did a comprehensive review of gender-affirming care, and they described the social transition as an active intervention with significant effects on child or young persons in terms of their psychological functioning and emphasized that it is not a neutral act and better information is needed about outcomes. The systemic review found the evidence uh, on managing gender incongruence inconclusive due to lack of long-term data. Similarly, Sweden, uh, Finland, and Norway uh, have since rejected gender affirmative care uh, for, uh, uh, for children. Now, I don't know which side of it is correct. I'm just saying I'm new to the issue. And uh, the, I understand what Senator Laird said in, in, in uh, clarifying what this bill does, but the elevation of the issue accepts gender affirmation care as an accomplished science and accepts gender affirmation as the appropriate approach by, an, by a parent. And my concern is, given the, the uh, conclusions of the UK and uh, those three Scandinavian countries, not exactly restrictive type societies, um, I have concerns about making the conclusion uh, that uh, this bill does, bringing it into a custody dispute. You know, I get it. I get why, you know, you're talking in this sort of way. They're trying to take children away from parents if the parents don't cut their genitals off. Like, the, this is no time to, like, oh, I don't know which side of this I stand on. I mean, I don't think the science is settled full. It's, it's nonsense. It's absurdity. You shouldn't be giving this any consideration whatsoever. The fact it's even been brought to a bill should be criminalized. Like, it, it, makes, it makes no sense. It's completely insane. We, we're going to continue talking about this because I'm going to show you another video on the other side that should really settle the entire issue once and for all. I know there's other stuff to talk about, but I mean, what could be more illustrative? What could be more like, like iconic or just I mean, this is this is what we're dealing with. This is the entire conflict that we're dealing with right now. Not just that things are sort of off, not just that there's a lot of problems that we can't quite get, quite get a handle on, that the people that run our country are inventing and fabricating these non-existent issues and then warping everything, not just to that it's wrong, but that it's the inverse of everything that's right. The criminals aren't punished, but the heroes are. Men are women, women are men. Vaccines make you more likely to get sick. Like everything is completely backwards at this point. And if you can't muster up some opposition to this, if you feel like you have to give equal weight to both sides of this argument, you're not helping anybody. You're a detriment. There's no being polite to these people. They're trying to take your kids away. There's no being reasonable to, with these people. They don't think that gender exists or sex exists. They think the highest calling and, and achievement of a human being is 
who and what they have sex with. These people are degenerate scumbags, and you can't softly push back against them. We have to crush these people. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. But before we go to break, please remember, we're listener-supported. We're not subscriber-based. We're supported by you buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, and they're excellent. We're selling out of X3. It's our best seller. We have to end the sale because at current sales rates in two weeks, it'll be gone. Try iodine. Incredible for your immune system, your electrochemical activity. Every cell in the body, it's essential. Without it, without iodine, you die. That's why they're targeting iodine, taking it out of the diet. You need it. They put the bad halogens in to block the iodine and the chlorine, the fluoride, the bromine. You need this product. It takes about two weeks to kick in on average. Take a few drops a day. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's 25% off. It is your last chance. Discover the power of activated iodine. Try iodine. True nascent. On iodine takes your system just to the next level. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we, we will move on, but. And, you know, I don't know how you even get to the point where a thing like this bill AB 957. The amount of, like, civilizational corruption and subversion you have to deal with, even to get to this point, it's almost hard to fathom. The amount of indoctrination and propaganda. You know, our belief system doesn't require propaganda. It doesn't require censorship to prop it up. It doesn't even require us to say it. It is just observation. It's just reality. Any tribe in the woods, you know, uncontacted group of people can tell you that a man's a man's a woman and a woman is a woman. Like it's not hard at all to figure out. It's not something we need to even tell anybody. So to get to the point where they're passing bills threatening to take kids away from their parents for not affirming their gender identity, like you have to lay the groundwork for decades. You have to not just poison people's minds with propaganda but poison them literally with fluoride and you know atrazine and just all like hormonal disruptions that are are like the physical aspect of this spiritual corruption that's taking place 
So this will be our this will be our final. Well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll play two videos here. Maybe we'll play two videos. But the first one we're going to go to should really be the only person that should even be able to talk about these policies being proposed. Again, I think, you know, if you don't have kids, I, I really don't think you should get a say in this sort of stuff. I think if you explicitly choose to not have kids because of the lifestyle that you live, you really don't get – you really don't – you shouldn't have the right to not only tell other people how to raise their kids but use the state to enforce it. I mean my god. So let's go to clip number one here. There's a woman named Abigail Martinez. Here is her telling her and her family's story about dealing with this transgender cult weaponized by the government to attack decent, normal families just trying to make their way in the world. Let's watch. My name is Abigail Martinez. It has been three years and 164 days since I lost my daughter, Yaley. I miss her every single day. Let me tell you how she died. My daughter was murdered by a gender ideology. CPS took my daughter when she was 16 years old. It was helped by her public school counselor and LGBTQ group rights and another trans-identified girl. My daughter was taken from her loving home because the state of California claimed I was abusive. Uh, for not affirming her trans identity. I lost my daughter over a name and a pronoun. Even after, after I, prom I promised to call her a male name, it wasn't enough. My daughter was not a boy trapped in a girl's body. She had mental health issues. Against my consent, my daughter was given testosterone instead of therapy. The LGBTQ group used her to, pro to raise money for, for them. Look at the poor reject trans boy, they said. Why are there so many transgender in foster care? Because this they take them from their families, tell them to run, then steal them. Parents are given one option to treat their distressed child, affirm, drug, and remove their healthy body part or else lose your child. The abuse claim against me was finally dropped, but it was too late. The damage was done. My then, my, by then, my daughter was in a horrible mental and physical pain. My daughter knelt down in front of a train. She was murdered by gender ideology. I beg you, stop pushing gender ideology. I don't want any parent to feel what I feel every day, affirmation is not good for the health, safety, and welfare of any child.
again, I mean, where do you where do you you know place the weight in the in the scales of justice? Is it with Scott Weiner, BDSM loving childless gay man and his androgynous twink lawyer, or a mother who has lived through this and has lost her daughter because of this? And like what type of person can listen to that and still just say, yeah, you know, well, maybe shouldn't have been a transphobe, right? Like what type of person is so cut off from humanity that they can watch that video and still push for transgenderism in schools? It is heartbreaking. And it is everywhere. Let's go ahead and go down to clip number 10. Because this is, again, I guess what we have to do now. Explain to people that there's such a thing as men and women. Let's watch. We live in a state that has oh, no, the okay, usual lineup Okay, wait, this is a different video. Bills. But this is funny. Hold on. I, I want to watch this. I want to watch it. This. this is a different video than I thought. But this is actually funny. Let's, uh, let, let's watch what she says about these bills. We live in a state that has the usual, the usual lineup, lineup of bills. Of Let's see what these bills, bills are, so shall we? The sports bill, sports bill, parental right bill, parental rights bill, the gender affirming care, gender affirming right. bill. We, we can pause it right um, there. Okay, I'm so sure just to translate it from the from the double speak, the sports bill means that yeah, men can't compete against women. They can't steal women's position at the top of their sport. They can't deny women the ability to actually train hard and be the best in their sport by outdoing them out of sheer natural competitive advantage because of the way they were born. That's what she means by the sports bill, the sports bill protecting women's sports from male interlopers cross-dressing in order to get a gold medal when they would be 400th place when competing against fellow men. That's what she means by sports bill. Uh, what, What was next? Oh, the parental rights bill. That's exactly what it sounds like, parental rights. That's a bill that says that the state does not have a right to secretly transgender your child in school and hide it from you. These are the bills that they're just decrying and claiming are just the worst things ever. This is what they're talking about. And then the gender-affirming care bill, a.k.a. the puberty blocker, chemical castration, physical castration, and mutilation of children is banned now. Sorry, you psychopaths. Yes, these bills are being passed. Why we have to pass them is because Satan has infiltrated us and hell is is rising up from underneath us and swallowing us whole. So, yeah, I guess we have to I guess we have to pass these now. I mean, there already are laws saying this. We just have to do it again. We just constantly have to, like, double down. You psychopaths, you absolute freaks. So these are the bills that they're talking about. Let's let's see what else this um, I don't know civilizational parasite has to say. Uh, you know the Department of Education, you know, with curriculum bans and, and all kinds of things. Yeah, curriculum bans where they ban so we've pornography. So we had to develop a backup plan. Uh, so you know because our child gets you know gender affirming care, um, including the medically necessary medically necessary evidence based um, hormones. Uh, yeah, if that was true, you wouldn't have to say have it, would had you? To talk with families who live out of state and say, you know, here's yeah, our plan in the people. event that this all gets shut down in our state. They're like, oh, we're um, refugees you know, from our state. Who's staying, who's all right, going, I'm done. I'm done listening to, to this. 
idiot. Again, everything is backwards. Everything is back. I think if you're a parent that put your kids on puberty blocker, you should go to jail and have your kid taken away. Not the other way around. This is how back. This is how inverted everything is. Parents that refuse to mutilate, abuse, chemically castrate, and experiment with hormone manipulation on their children, the ones who don't do that are the ones being punished. Obviously, any sane society would say that if you use your child as a guinea pig in your medical experiment or you mutilate them for no reason or or inject them with hormones that are medically necessary as if the child's going to die if you don't do it they should all be arrested they should all be arrested they should all be thrown in jail they should all be fed to the lions whatever is uh you know judicially appropriate they decided to not perp walking not put him in handcuffs not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139.